You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to talk about foam rollers. We're going to talk about foam rolling, uh, regular old foam rollers versus vibrating foam rollers. I remember when the first vibrating foam rollers came out, that at least that I saw, and it cost a million dollars, and trainers had to go in together and purchase them as if it was a timeshare. Uh, they, they, it was obscene. It was obscene. At least the cool ones, the ones that were like D battery, they were a little bit cheaper, but my goodness, you the D battery lasted about three foam rolling sessions before you had to dump the batteries and get new ones. So the rechargeable ones, game changer, game changer, or was it? Well, I decided I'm going to have to figure this out. I need to look up and see if vibrating foam rollers actually help when it comes to increasing range of motion. So uh, in 2021, Park and his colleagues wrote a paper called The Effects of Vibration Foam Rolling on the Range of Motion in Healthy Adults. It's a systematic review and a meta-analysis. <clears throat> it combined eight clinical studies, one of which was a study by our friend and regular on the NASMCPT podcast, Dr. Scott Cheatham, who, by the way, out of the eight studies that were done in the whole group, they, they um, grade the studies on uh, the quality of methodology, and he had the highest in the whole group, the highest number, the highest score. So Scott Cheatham, we love you. Totaling 230 subjects between these eight clinical studies. And this is what they found. Ready? Bottom line. Yeah. Vibration in the foam roller works. It works better. Uh, vibrating foam rollers are more effective in improving range of motion than general foam rollers. These results indicate that vibrating foam rollers may be an additional option for the average adults and athletes to improve their range of motion. Now, these were most likely outcomes in this study for the knee and the hip. Some were hip extension, some were knee flexion. There was one, there was one in this study that looked at ankle dorsiflexion, and it was during a lunging pattern. So when they're lunge and your that front leg hits the ground, or maybe the back leg actually, but I'm assuming it was the, the front leg in that lunging pattern to check range of motion. Well, I want to know if there was more information about increased dorsiflexion, or I guess more importantly, what you're looking at is the ability of foam rolling to relax the plantar flexors. And what do you know? There is. So Nakarama and colleagues in 2022 did a comparison between foam rolling with and without vibration on passive and active plantar flexor properties. Here's the thing. Both foam rolling and vibrating foam rolling conditions the participants were instructed to perform 60-second bouts of interventions for three sets with 30 seconds between each set. So now, now you kind of have the layout of how it was done. Vibrating foam roller was a set uh, in a frequency of 48 megahertz. Uh, not megahertz, just hertz, 48 hertz. So the pre and the post test. Here we are. Dorsiflexion, range of motion, shear elastic uh, modulus, 
a plantar flexor muscle strength and drop jump height. These were the things that were tested first and then they were tested after the intervention. Now there were similar increases in dorsiflexion range of motion and passive torque at the dorsiflexion range of motion after foam rolling and vibrating foam rolling. Medial gastroc shear elastic modulus decreased only after vibrating foam rolling. All right, so there's there's a one up right there for the vibrating foam rollers. No significant main effects were um, were observed in maximal voluntary isometric contraction torque and drop jump height for either of them. However, only after foam rolling, the maximal voluntary concentric contraction torque significantly decreased with the foam roller, which means the vibrating foam roller may be more helpful when it comes to maximal voluntary contractions. Now, I find this pretty interesting, and and I've enjoyed using the vibrating foam rollers. Uh, sometimes they're just loud, depending on what uh, what surface you're on. So you can be on a surface, and you might be at the gym, and it doesn't bother anybody. But you could be in your own home and be doing this, and it just you can land on a certain area in your house, and the teeth of your building will rattle. Everything shakes. The baby's crying. And you're like, I don't even have a baby. Where is there a crying baby? You don't know because it can get so loud. So be aware that there might be some benefits of vibrating foam rollers, but the regular old foam rolling is still really good and is comparable in many different aspects. Um, if you're going to go into lifting, it doesn't seem like... Uh, if you're if you're looking at an eight to ten, eight to uh, to twelve rep range, things like that, doesn't seem to affect maximal voluntary contractions. Maybe so. If you're doing a one rep max regular foam roller, uh, it, it seems to decrease that concentric contraction torque, um, but the vibrating foam roller did not. So that might be something that you want to consider. Uh, in fact, just by the people that I've met in my life, nobody lifting a regular one rep max has ever seen a foam roller. So this is probably not for you anyway. But if you are listening and you foam roll, then this could be for you. So let's get let's get some more one rep max and some heavier lifts just for our regular clients as we start to move them through. And they don't have to stay. They don't have to stay in max strength training, but it doesn't mean they can't perform max strength training from time to time, at least through undulation. We also see that these are both very helpful when it comes to decreasing pain. And there was a study where it talks about um, they did 10 sets of 10 eccentrics, German volume training, but eccentric focused only. And those people were sore. Sore losers. They were very sore doing this negatives, 10 sets of 10 negatives. Yes, they had elicited soreness and then they had them foam roll. The vibrating foam roller and the regular foam roller both worked. The vibrating foam roller seemed to have better acute outcomes than the regular foam roller, but they were both only acute, which meant they, they helped you feel better for a little bit. And if you did 10 sets of 10 negatives, then feeling better for a little bit is an absolute dream. 
All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family. Leave a review, por favor. Please leave a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, whether you're on Apple, you're on the Google Podcast, you're listening on Spotify. Appreciate all the platforms that we have out there uh, that our producer Eric has put us on and made sure that you guys have access to listen on multiple different platforms. Uh, you want to reach out to me, you can hit me up. Uh, Instagram's where I'm most active at dr.rickritchie, or you can email me rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT podcast.